Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are... A Couple couple of Park park Hoppers. This episode is all about food. Everyone loves their Mickey pretzels, churros, and other typical park snacks at Disney. But we're going to let you know about a few of the lesser known, more underrated quick serve stops and on-the-go snacks throughout each park that will satisfy your hunger from all that walking. Let's Let's hop hop to it. it. What is this? Did you honestly just ask me that question? Yes. This is from Kitchen Cabaret. From way back in the day oh my at Epcot. Gosh. You don't remember veggie, veggie, I, fruit, fruit? I do. Danny. I literally listened. As soon as it started, I was like, I know this. Why do I oh know my this? Goodness. Oh, the fans are gonna kill you. Uh, but here's the thing. This is classic Epcot. Here's the thing. You started playing this, and my brain went to fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I can see how why, why that would happen. My brain literally went down a different track, and I was like, "What is this?" Oh, that's so funny. But veggies, fruit snacks quick serve let's talk about these things let's talk about that Let, let's talk about that um oh that's funny i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend that i didn't just <laughs> so say I, that yeah so well, i'm not gonna leave i'm not gonna edit it out i'm gonna leave it there i know you're not so anyway this episode like we said in the open is all about food right not so much veggies and fruit some veggies i don't think there's any fruit on our list but <laughs> It's all about food, and that's the first song about food that I could think of when it came to Disney. Disney generally doesn't have a ton of like fruit as or like healthy stuff for the most part, unless you get like an orange or an apple right. or like something that is candied into something. And all the classic park snacks, like the churros and the Mickey pretzels, none of those are really particularly healthy for you. Well, you're doing like ten miles a day, so usually you like, burn it off. You know, when you're vacationing, so you're not really worried about that. And a lot of right. times. People are just snacking their way around the parks. Right. And so I, I do think that overall, you know, when you're on vacation, that getting a Mickey pretzel or getting a churro or getting, I can't even think of other things right now, but yeah. getting those kind of things, uh, a big hot dog from Casey's. Oh, yeah. Big chili cheese dog from Casey's. Oh. I miss that. Or the corn dog bites. I miss, I miss that those too. Those were good. Those were good. But the, but the point of this episode was to kind of discuss a few things from each park, yeah. whether it's quick serve or snacky type foods that aren't your typical pretzels, churros, etc. Well, and here's the thing. A lot of people sometimes come to the parks and they're like, oh, I need to get a Mickey pretzel. Right. I need to get a churro. I need to get a Dole Whip. And I need no to get a Mickey bar. And by no means are we saying not to get those things. But if you're looking for something to switch it up, we've got a list for you. And good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we can start at Epcot. That's the first one on our list. Let's start at Epcot. Um, So like we said, we're going to have a couple of different options. You're going to have snacky type stuff or quick service food that we find to be very underrated and things that you should definitely try at each park. So like we said, we're going to start at Epcot. And we picked three from each place just Mm -hmm. so that we could keep it simple for today. We could have a whole list of things we want you guys to try, but that's for another day. We just want to keep this nice and simple and a little bit of change of a subject for this week's show. And also, I feel like we found these to be tried and true. Every time we've had them, they've always been good. Always. Always. So Epcot is funny to start with because... A lot of times when we go, 
we're going because of the festivals. Right. I don't do a lot of eating at Epcot unless there's a festival going on. Same. Um, unless we have, you know, friends or family in that want to do like a special dinner, whether we go to Le Cellier or Chefs de France or any place like that. Um, but usually we don't really eat much at Epcot outside of the festivals. But there are a few things that are at Epcot all the time that you can get that we put on our list for today. Correct. Now, let's start with something that we actually tried for the first time recently. Yeah, so it's actually part of the Festival of the Arts right now uh, at one of the booths in France, but they do offer it all the time inside uh, Le Hall Boulangerie, I think oh that's goodness. how you say it. And it is the Creme de Brie Bread Bowl. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a bread bowl with brie in it. And it's It's bread excellent. and cheese. Bread and cheese. How can you go wrong? You can't go wrong. The only way you can go wrong is maybe by being like... A crappy cheese? No, I was going to say by being full and trying to eat this oh, when you're, sure. when you're yeah, just... When yeah. you want a snack. Because I will say we split that and that was like the perfect amount of yeah. bread and cheese. I don't know if I could have eaten the entire thing myself comfortably catch me taking a nap in epcot like it, after cause, that because it was a lot, it was heavy <laughs> yeah it was rich especially if you think about like the year long during in florida the weather oh yeah i don't know if i could eat a bread bowl and then walk 10 miles in the park with a mask on right now <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> just burping up breathe the entire <laughs> 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 sounds good vacation but, all i ever wanted that was last week's episode Jamie. i know <laughs> come on um but yeah i i absolutely loved the creme de brie bowl from uh, from Lay Hall, which is now offered, like I said, at uh, Festival of the Arts right now. Right. Um, one thing that you really like at Epcot that we get a lot as far as quick service goes is we, we're walking towards World Showcase from Future World, and we go left into Mexico. And what do you usually get from uh, La Cantina de San Ano? Yes. So I love coming here because I love authentic Mexican food. And there is a burrito bowl. Um, it's called the Pollo mm. Cascabel. Yes. And it is so good. It has grilled chicken, Mexican rice, corn, Cascabel sauce, and pickled onions. That sounds really good. And it's so good. It's $14. It, but it is like one of those quick service things that when you when you get it, it's like it hits the spot. Well, if you think about it, you go to a place like Udobo or, or a place like Chipotle, and you're going to spend $14 anyway before you get out of there on your own meal. So might as well get some authentic Mexican while we're at it. And Danny will tell you, she's like, a she's the biggest critic when it comes to Mexican oh food. She's kind of a connoisseur. And if she likes this Mexican pavilion food, then yeah, I, I'm going to try it. And I'm probably going to like it too. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, but the, the reason I brought up the price for this one is because Usually when you go out and get authentic Mexican food, you can get it for fairly like lower price. Sure. So you can usually get out with uh, with a burrito bowl for like $8. Sure. So that's one thing I wanted to just mention because, you know, it's worth it. And I, I, we wouldn't be talking about it if it weren't worth it, but it always hits the spot for quick serve. It's not too heavy. You feel revitalized it's I, one of those things that's not fried and like doused in cheese like it, yeah. it's very fresh ingredient which tasting. we just talked about bread and cheese <laughs> well yeah but that's also not fried sure so very true it's baked but for the first one that was a snack this is a quick service meal so it's it's you could probably eat it as a snack if you shared it with a person but it is just the perfect amount for a meal and it's absolutely delightful right also, um, pro tip, if you get this and you're still feeling kind of snackish, you can ask for chips and they're like $3 and they'll give you 
a side of queso for 75 cents. Ooh, that is a pro tip. However, however, if you ask for chips and queso, they'll they'll charge you like three or four dollars for chips and like four fifty for a bigger queso. So hmm. you can, so you can get like two smaller quesos for like seventy five dollars each for or seventy five dollars seventy five dollars <laughs> each. Holy moly! Disney queso, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> liquid gold for mm, real. Yum. No, but seventy five cents uh, for each like tiny cup of queso okay. and so i that's think that's bad. a pro tip um just if you want to get a little something extra over there sure add to your meal absolutely now one thing that we tried out of the blue on new year's eve last year we didn't know what it was we it looked intriguing sure. on the menu but we were like what is this maybe we should try it and over at spice road table in the morocco pavilion over a cross world showcase you can get these wonderful things called hummus fries. And they sound so weird. And you think hummus is co- sort of like a mush. It's because it's, it's basically chickpeas just mashed all, all up, you know? And how do you make fries out of mush? You know what I mean? And so when they come out, they're like square or like rectangular blocks of essentially fried hummus yeah and then they cut them up which when i first ordered them i thought maybe it was like fries with like hummus on top yeah exactly but um so bill just mentioned that you can get this at spice road table Mm -hmm. you can actually go up to the bar and order this as a quick service snack you do not have to have a reservation and sit down at spice road table you can actually just go up to the bar and get it to go and if you take a look around during our festivals here at Epcot, sometimes you'll find it at some of the, the food booths. But I will say, I do find it to be better at the bar. Yes. Because usually at the festivals, they put stuff on top of it, and they do tend to get soggy yeah, really fast. Yeah, they sogged up real bad. At, sogged uh, up real uh, bad. Was that food and wine, or was that... That was food and okay, wine. Okay, yeah, it was at the food and wine festival that, over the summer. And it, it definitely made them soft and not as easy to pick up and eat. Whereas it was the so one, weird. Whereas the ones at Spice Road Table, you could literally pick them up, dip them, and eat them, and they would be crunchy. Yeah, and they always come with a really good like dipping sauce. Yeah. It's like a, it's not hummus, it's but it's like a specific, almost like a spicy mayo type of sauce. Right. Yeah. Is what it was like for from what I remember, and mm-hmm. we haven't had it in a while. Um, no. We have to. I'm, we might have to pick some of that up next time we go to Epcot. Right. And now, speaking of dipping sauces, we're going to make our way over to Disney's Animal Kingdom right now. Oh, yes. And there is one very sneaky, underrated dish, uh, uh, like a snack quick serve that you could easily just walk right by if you weren't looking for it. And we did multiple times until I pointed it out. (laughs) Exactly. And that is Mr. Kamal's. And it's over in the Asia part of uh, of of Disney's Animal Kingdom, and the funny part is, if you ask where it is, it's across from like where the bird show is. Yes, exactly. However, it's across from a bathroom, so if you're looking for it, it's across from the bathroom. Right, and there's <laughs> actually two things on Mr. Kamal's menu that we really, really like, and people rave about. We're putting these together. This this counts for one of our now things. with my transition where I said talking about dipping sauces. Yes. I want to touch on Mr. Kamal's seasoned French fries first, and those come with. Two different types of sauces. There's a curried honey mustard, and there's a Korean chili ketchup. I liked the Korean chili ketchup better. See, I thought that was a little spicy for my taste, mm-hmm. but I really liked the curried honey mustard. I did like that. I'm just always weird about sweet stuff that I don't feel like should be sweet. But the fries were excellent. They were. They had a really good seasoning on yeah, top. Yeah, yep. 
and they were cooked perfectly. Mm-hmm. So that's a really great snack, and it's and it's on the lower side as far as price goes. Now, in in terms of price, the other thing that you can get at Mister Kamal's, I do feel like it's a little bit pricier in terms of what you get. Um, but these, the other thing you can get are the chicken dumplings. Yes, and. The reason I say it's a little bit more pricey is because you get three of them, and they're they're a nice little size, like they're they're small. Uh, but I don't recommend sharing with somebody. Yeah, no, three chicken dumplings that are pretty normal sized dumplings. Maybe if you hold up your thumb, they're like maybe a little bit longer than your thumb. Right. Um, and it's three of them for five ninety nine. So yeah. it's a little bit on the pricey side for what you get, but they're excellent, and the sauce that they come with are absolutely fantastic. So one thing that I did want to also say about those is when you're at Animal Kingdom, we believe that Animal Kingdom is scientifically 15 degrees hotter than any other park, <laughs> and I don't know why. You're right. Well, it is. I think it's because of all of the foliage that you're walking around, and it just kind of keeps the heat in. However, um, I do think that the snacks that we mentioned, specifically for me, the pot stickers, it's just enough of a snack to where you eat it and you don't feel gross because it always feels hotter in Animal Kingdom and you don't want to eat heavy when you're in Animal Kingdom and sweating and in the humidity, all that good stuff. So I find the pot stickers to be a perfect size snack to keep you going. Completely agreed. And um, sticking with Animal Kingdom, we're going to head over to the world of Pandora or the, the world of Avatar and we're going to go over to Satuli Canteen. This is really one of those places that I think is a hidden gem. This is a fan favorite. This is a cast member favorite. This is everyone's favorite quick serve pretty much at Animal Kingdom is Satuli Canteen. And why is that? Because they have very fresh tasting dishes that, like I said, are not fried. They're, they feel very, you know, like fresh ingredienty, for lack of better words. Um and, and you don't feel gross after eating them like you do sometimes with chicken fingers and french fries and cheeseburgers and right. pizza. We, and, we love a good chicken finger. We love a good oh, french yeah. fry. But sometimes when it's, you know, 92 and humid, you don't necessarily want to be filled with fried food. Right, exactly. And the one that we actually chose out of everything there were their noodle bowls. So you guys, there's different types of noodle bowls that you can get when you're at Satuli Canteen, and you can choose your types of meat, um, or there's a shrimp option as well. Um, but you can get noodles, you can get um, rice, I believe, underneath underneath the, uh, underneath the meat. And then there's vegetables. There's vegetables, and then there's a choice of a sauce. Now, my personal favorite is the chopped wood grilled chicken bowl. And then I usually get that with the noodles and then the creamy herb sauce is my go-to. So my personal favorite is the one that has both the chicken and the beef. Yes, the combination bowl. The combination bowl, the grilled beef and the grilled chicken. And for me, I like to have that combination. And I'm going to give you guys another pro tip. Ask for another small side of sauce because sometimes they don't put a ton of sauce on there. It's just enough to kind of go over the bowl and so if you get the extra one, it really kicks up the flavor. If you want to get saucy. You want to get saucy. Um, it really just kip, kicks up the flavors and makes the bowl taste that much better. Now, sitting here looking at the menu for Satuli Canteen, uh, one thing I just wanted to give an honorable mention to was the cheeseburger steamed pots, the bao buns. I do like those. I wish that you could order like a cheeseburger pod on this side. Yeah. Well, you, you kind of can because a cheeseburger steamed pod 
um, just by itself, the the two pack of the uh, the cheeseburger steamed pods are eleven forty nine, and it, it comes with vegetable chips, and it doesn't come with anything else. So I mean, like just one. So, but listen to this pro tip: you can get a kids meal, and you can get two sides with one cheeseburger bun and a drink, and that will uh, that will be seven ninety nine. That's not bad at all. So eleven forty nine for two cheeseburger pods and chips for the adult meal versus seven forty nine for one cheeseburger pod, two sides, and a drink. Okay. Which is a great deal. That is a great it's deal. It's a great deal. That's a pro tip. So what I'm talking about is if I want my noodle bowl, but I'm also feeling a little bit hungry. Maybe I've been in Animal Kingdom all day and I just want one cheeseburger pod on the side without the like additional sides. Okay. That's what I wish I could do. Sure. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe I can share with somebody. Maybe I'll spring for the kids' meal, too. Or maybe just eat both because they're really good. That's fair. That's fair. Well, there's one other place at Animal Kingdom that we actually just tried um, over the past couple months, and it was so delicious. We were surprised that we had never had it before. So me, and you'll be able to tell later in this list, I'm a sucker for anything mac and cheese. I will try. If, if mac and cheese is on the menu, I will try it, whether I like it or not. Is a different story, but I will try it if it's there as an option. And one of the best quick service spots you can find at Animal Kingdom is Flame Tree Barbecue. Excellent food. And one of the dishes that they offer at Flame Tree is a baked macaroni and cheese with pulled pork. And there's also on it, there's topped with onion rings and coleslaw as well. And that go that will run you $11.99, which is not bad. They put a little onion ring on it. And Danny and I split this dish the last time we had it, and it was plenty of food for the two of us. Yeah, and I do think this was further back when it was you know hot and humid out. Right. We, we felt like we wanted to kind of snack our way around Animal Kingdom, not get meals. Because from what I remember, when we went that day, it wasn't like we weren't trying to have lunch. We wanted to make sure that we were just getting nutrition to keep moving yeah. at Animal Kingdom. Right. Keep seeing all the animals. Exactly. Um, but those are three things that I think are great to get at Animal Kingdom. And they're not your typical, like I like we talked about, like pretzels and churros, which, you know, you're always looking for something to keep you sustained in the parks. Um, so we're going to go over to Hollywood Studios next. Now, this one was a little bit harder for us to kind of pick out of the things that Hollywood Studios as offers. Far, as far as food goes, Hollywood Studios is... Probably the worst of the four as far as food options. And so this was kind of hard to come up with a list of three things for for our list here um, that we wanted to kind of give positive recommendations for you guys to go and, and have. But the three recommendations we have for Hollywood Studios are very solid options. Yes. And, and one of them we didn't even think of until right before we recorded this episode. Yeah, which one was that? Um, that was going to be the Hopabore sampler now you over have at to, Oga's Cantina. Exactly. You have to hop on the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, fly over to Planet Bat 2, and go to Oga's Cantina to get this Hapabore sampler. So we actually got this with our friends, um, and we were so surprised at how good this was. So basically how they advertise it on the menu, it sounds like basically like a charcuterie board. And if you don't know what that is, it's the thing with the salami and all the different meats and cheeses and crackers. An adult lunchable. Basically, yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. But this sampler, when it came out, it was the craziest looking thing. There were so many different shapes and sizes and meats and cheeses and all different kinds of things. And there was warm meat on there. 
Yeah. And it was really good. Like, I would have never ordered that if our friends didn't want it, just the way the description was written. But after getting it and splitting it with them, I would 100% get that again. I feel like I would really enjoy going there with you yeah. and, and getting that as like a snack. Because Ogus is not the place to go if you want to eat. Well, Ogos is not also not the place to go if you want to dr- like drink. Yeah, well, you can't anyway because it's a two drink limit in a forty five minute. But what I'm time. saying is like it's more for the experience. Right. It's not you're not going there to like get tanked in the galaxy. Yeah, your your best bet as far as Ogos goes is to go have a drink and leave. And I think getting the Hopabor sampler, which it's one of two options in the snacks. The other one is Batu bets. Um but get that and then try the um, the drinks that don't have alcohol in them. Yeah, so they make some great concoctions that don't have alcohol in them. So I'm not against getting drinks at the park. I, I love a good margarita. I like trying some of the beers. But for here, you actually get to try more things and try more like fun and interesting things when you don't go with the alcoholic options. Right. So I think there's like six to eight different non-alcoholic drinks that you can get. And they, they range in price from like 5 to $7. It's not, right. it's not bad. Yeah, and where a drink is going to be more than that. Like 15 16 is what we're talking. Right. So that is definitely one that I didn't think was going to make our list. But, you know, thinking back, that is a solid option. That was a great point by you because th- we had our next two items on our list and we were trying to think of a third one. And I'm just, my brain is being racked trying to think of these all these different places where you can eat something in Hollywood Studios and all I could think of is popcorn and pretzels and, you know, the different carts and stuff. I can't even think of what I normally get when I'm at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, aside from our next item. Yeah. <laughs> and we are going to stay on Planet Batu and we're going to grab ourselves a Ronto Wrap from Ronto's Roasters. Ronto Wrap is one of those items that I was... When I first tried it, you were like, you have to try this. It's delicious. And we tried it, and I was like, that was interesting. I don't know if I would get that again. And now it's a must-have every time (laughs) we go. Exactly. Every time we go to Hollywood Studios, it's like, oh, I want to get a Ronto wrap. It's like, really? Okay, I'm down for that. Because it's one of those things that, I mean, you could call it a meal. It's technically like a quick service it's i think it would count oh, as it's a definitely meal quick service yeah no no but i mean like was it, is it a snack or a meal um i would say it's a meal it's definitely filling enough for one person to be a meal i feel like it's right in the middle though it's not it's not small enough to be a snack but if you're really hungry it's not filling enough it's not filling enough to be a meal right and uh, if you guys don't know what a ronto wrap is it is the featured item at ronto roasters on galaxy's edge and it, it features roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, and a tangy slaw wrapped in a pita bread. Now, this pita bread isn't your typical, you, know, you go to the grocery store, get a bag of pita bread. Right. Like, this is like a nice, thick, fresh, fluffy, soft piece of pita. And it doesn't sound like it should work. No, oh, but it works. It works. It's so, so good. And I think that if you've never had one, you have to try it once. Mm-hmm. You could split it with somebody um, if you want, but I honestly recommend getting your own. Now, it's probably not for everybody considering the ingredients, but everybody that I know that has enjoyed it has loved it. Yeah. It's, it's you either don't like it or you love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing in between as far as my experiences go. I, I totally agree, but I don't know anybody who doesn't like them. That too. That too. 
now, but not everybody likes slaw and peppercorn sauce and that kind but of stuff. But it just works. It does. It, it really does. The flavors works. work fantastic together. Yeah, they really do. Now, the last one is one that unfortunately we actually have not been able to have since the parks closed. This is wildly underrated. And this was one that I walked by a bajillion times in my life. And you definitely have too if you've ridden rock and roller coaster. Yes. So there is a mac and cheese booth right near the exit of rock and roller coaster that offers the most delightful mac and cheese bowls. So there's two different mac and cheese bowls that you can get, and they look a little bit smaller, but boy, are they filling. They are. It's so weird. It's like you could almost fit it in your hand, but I don't know how it's they like Mary Poppins, the mac and cheese yeah. into there. And for under $8, it's probably your best value as far as a quick serve snack that will fill you up and taste really good. Yeah. So what are the two mac and cheeses? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. So there was one that was a chili mac and cheese. Okay. And okay. there was chili with um, with Fritos. They call them corn chips because they can't say Fritos. Sure. Um, but it's chili with corn chips. And then if you want, they'll throw a couple jalapenos on the top of it for you. And that is my favorite one. I don't get the jalapenos because spicy. <laughs> um, but I usually, like I said, I don't get the jalapenos, but I always get the Fritos and the chili and Mix that in with the mac and cheese. It makes for a really, really good dish. Well, whenever that opens again, I'm going to have to get that one because I usually go with the second one. And that was buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Yes. Now, tell me how that was because I've never had a full serving of that. So it's just it's the mac and cheese because it's the same mac and cheese for both. Right. And then you get a buffalo chicken, like a shredded chicken that has buffalo sauce, like as if you were getting like a buffalo chicken dip. Yep. And then they usually put um, blue cheese crumbles on yep. it. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm not a big fan of blue cheese. So I feel like one, the next time I'm able to get that, I may ask them for no blue cheese on it. I think mixing the crumbles in with the mac and cheese would give it a very distinct taste. And I think it would be pretty good. It did. Maybe I just need a little less because I remember last time I ate it, I was like, oh, oh whoa, that's a blue cheese crumble. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I I've tried both, so I've I tried the buffalo normally, and then I've tasted when you have the mac and cheese, and I know that for a while you were kind of like I don't know about buffalo, so I don't know if you'd really tried that. Yeah. Um, but both of those are great options, and you know, on the go when you're trying to get to the next thing, and once you know we don't have to wear masks anymore, you can eat it and get to your next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Wherever you're headed next. Yep. And uh, and I've taken several friends there and none of them knew about the mac and cheese there and were both turned on to it. Right. um, But it hasn't been open. (laughs) It it comes with a strong recommendation once it reopens over there uh, right at the exit of Rock and Roller Coaster. We will let you guys know. Absolutely. Now, we're nearing the end of our magical list here of all these foods that you guys should try. And we've covered Epcot. We've covered Animal Kingdom. We've covered Hollywood Studios. And now, speaking of magic... We're going to head over to the Magic Kingdom. And have a good, 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 a good time. There you go. <laughs> um, and now one thing that's just wildly underrated, and I had never had until recently, we went in there one day because the line was short, and you know, mobile ordering is very easy over there at Pinocchio Village House. And we wanted something that wasn't french fries. Exactly. So we saw on their menu that they did offer flatbread pizzas. So we we're like, you know what? Let's give one of these a whirl. And we went in and we got the Meat Lovers flatbread that features sausage, pepperoni, ham, bacon, tomato sauce, and mozzarella. And when I say that I was shocked at how good this was, I'm I, I'm not holding anything back. I was shocked at how good these were. 
And I feel like one of the biggest things or something that we normally look for in our park food journey is something that doesn't that doesn't just come with fries. So right. like burger and fries, chicken and fries. Because more often than not, the fries are not super fresh. Well, not only that, like walk, you, you're walking around the parks. You don't necessarily want to feel like icky or weighed down right, or anything. Yeah. You want to be at your best. And sometimes choosing something that doesn't have just a plate of fried food in front of you is a great option. And that flatbread pizza definitely is probably one of the... I would say that's the top thing that I would get at Magic Kingdom to kind of keep you going. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I can't recommend that Meat Lovers pizza enough. We've also tried the margarita one. It was, it was a really nice couple of old ladies that, <laughs> that were sitting near us one day and they had a, a margarita pizza that was covered by a tray. They hadn't touched it. And they were like, you want this pizza and we're like oh we'll try it sure yeah why not yeah so the cast members had brought them out like they had ordered pizzas and i guess they were like cold so we watched the cast members bring over their pizzas covered and they only ate one of the extra ones and offered it to us right um and that was good i'm just not a big fan of the tomatoes but the cheese on there was just absolutely divine there's something about the fresh mozzarella and the balsamic glaze that Mm -hmm. goes so well together right i love that that taste of margarita pizza well, I think that is an excellent option yeah. when you and the mobile ordering is super easy. Plus, you actually get to go inside and sit at a table and cool down if it's hot outside. Absolutely. So I, I love that option. I, I, I will have to say, I, I do like the fact that you have to mobile order to go in to a place. Right. Because you don't get those crowds walking in and standing in line and crowding. You know, you your your blue screen comes up when you mobile order and they say go to window number five. You go to the front door and the cast member says, let me see your phone. And you go in and then you pretty much can find a, a, a seat anywhere in there that's open. And, and, it's, and it's always cool and AC in there. And one order gets you in. I don't know if they like they probably make exceptions if necessary. But like if you need to go in, order a drink, bring your whole party in, sit down, grab a table. Yeah. So, um. I, I, I actually really like that, too, because right now you can usually find a table pretty easily. Exactly. But whereas before, like you you walk into Pinocchio Village House and you're you're kind of hovering over somebody who's almost done with their French fries and you're just kind of waiting for them to get up. You know Are what you I mean? Done Are, Are you done, done yet? <laughs> just breathing over their shoulder. Are you done yet? And then when they look over, Are you leaving now? <laughs> like, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm sitting here another half hour. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, and you know, sometimes, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to do the, the polite hover, like... You look like you're almost done. Right. So I'm going to wait until you leave. Exactly. But, you know, currently we don't have to do that, but I'm sure we'll have to do that again someday. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I'd like to do someday is go to Magic Kingdom on the weekends and get oh, this next item on our my list. God, this would have topped my list if it's open every day. But unfortunately, the... Adventureland Spring Roll Cart is only open on the weekends, and I don't really go to the park on the weekends, so I haven't we had work them since on the, the reopening. Weekends. Yeah, and you know, since the parks aren't open super late on the weekends, and we work um, on the weekends, we haven't really been able to visit. Right. And um, one thing I want you to tell the people is, why do you love the Spring Roll Cart so much? Because I swear to you, this is the most underrated snack in all of Magic Kingdom. The spring rolls are fresh, they're hot, they're gooey. There's a cheeseburger spring roll that has that has ground beef and cheese and, and onion and different kinds of 
stuff in there. No ketchup or mustard because that would be kind of nasty. But the you get the the ground beef and the and the cheese and the and the onions and all that stuff in there, and it's just so good, so so good. And then the other one they offer is a pepperoni pizza spring roll. And it's loaded with pepperoni and mozzarella cheese. And then you get a side of dipping marinara sauce with it as well. And it's a little pricey for what it is. There's two spring rolls that are probably about maybe three or four inches long each. And it's $7.99 for two of those. But I mean, they, but it's worth it. they come so highly regarded. Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked it's not open seven days. When my family was here, we, it was funny. I walked by and I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. They're open. And I sent you a photo, and that's how we realized they were just open on the weekends. Yeah. Because that's the only time we get there is if Ugh. we're specifically requesting some time off. Makes me so sad. Uh, but, you know, we'll get there. And hopefully at we some will. point, they will have them open normally, yeah. like not just on the weekends. But let's talk about our last thing. And I actually am going to um, make a last-minute adjustment. You're going to take this one off, gonna or you're going to add I'm going to take this one off. Okay. What do you got? Um, I we, we were going to say the cinnamon roll from Gaston's Tavern, which is not a cinnamon roll. It's a cinnamon loaf. It is a cinnamon it loaf. It is huge, and you cannot eat it by yourself unless you're going to feel like an absolute load. I am going to change this out. Oh, boy. For the Kakamora float. Aha, I knew you were going to say that. I totally blanked, and I think that this is something that everyone should get at Disney World. Yes. So the Kakamora float is something that came before the holidays. It was a seasonal item. It was a seasonal item, and it is. it tastes like coconut. It's got, like, the blue carousel in it. You got a cake pop in there. It looks like the little... Kakamoras from Moana. Yeah. And the little uh, coconut pirate guys. And it is absolutely delightful. It's so good. And during the holidays, when my family was visiting, my mom was really excited about getting her Dole Whip, you know, because that's what you do when you yep. come to Disney and you don't live here. You mm-hmm. don't get to get a Dole Whip all the time. You got to get your Dole Whip. Right. And she was like, well, What do you want? And I was like, Oh, a Kakamora flood. I haven't had that in forever. And they were like, There's a pistachio float. I was like, What? what i want (laughs) they took it off for a little bit and so i went to the front i was like do you have the kakamora float she was like no i was like is it ever coming back damn you and she was like i don't know i was like and i could tell like in her face that she was like this is not a decision i would make (laughs) like this she's been asked that 50 times already that day yeah like this is above my pay grade i don't know if we're gonna bring back the kakamora float but then the last time we went it was back it was and this is just, it's so good. I would almost argue that it's better than a Dole Whip. Now, this is at Aloha Isle Refreshments. It is over next to the Magic Carpets of Aladdin where, where you get your Dole Whips. And like Danny said, it is a Kakamora float that does have pineapple juice and blue curacao is the, is the liquid base. Yes. There's a coconut soft serve, and then there's a fantastic cake pop. Yes. That's in there as well. It's true. It's a, it's a snack in a snack. And the, the reason I wanted to make a last minute it's swap was because I do think the cinnamon roll is good, but I also think it is, if you eat too much of it, you might need to take a nap on in front of the castle. Yeah, sure. Where the Kakamora float is just like, you probably get a little sugar rush. The last time I had that cinnamon roll from Gaston's Tavern, I split it with three or four people and we barely finished it. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to make a last minute swap because I don't want to tell the call. people to... Go get it and then be, you know, send them into a nap frenzy. You're so smart. Oh, you're so smart, too. I do what I can. Oh, well, thank you. 
But that's going to wrap up our list here, our magical list of different foods that you guys should try that aren't your typical pretzels, Mickey bars, churros, etc. And let us know in uh, in the comments on our, our, our podcast page, and you can hit us up on all of our social media platforms. Let us know what you guys think of each of these things that you try that are on our list. And let us give us our feedback from this episode. Let us know if there's something that we missed, something that we've never tried before, because we will go out and try it for science. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and now the Amazon Music app. Also, be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, like a couple of Park Hoppers on Facebook, and join the over 10,000 followers on TikTok. Again, keep an eye out on all of our social media platforms for all things theme park news. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.